Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Ola and I'm here with Betty. Hello. And G. Hi. And we're here talking about By a Thread by Lucy Score. How exciting. How are you guys? I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, cracking along. Still got the flu. Want to die, but otherwise all good. How about you, Betty? <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Betty's surviving. <laughs> Can we sound like <laughs> we're all dying? <laughs> It's been a rough few weeks for us, guys, so please still bear with us, but we will still give you amazing content. Um, so, by a thread, let's rate it. What did we think? G? I definitely want to give this one a five star. I really liked it. Yup. Betty? I'm, I'm going to give it like a, a 3.5. Ooh, still rough cuts, but okay. Yeah, it was okay. So. It was okay. It Ooh. was an okay book. It wasn't the best book I've ever read. It wasn't the worst book I've ever read. It was just like okay. Oh my god, I give it five, hands down, five. I'd give it ten if I could, but we only have five, <laughs> so I can only give it five. <laughs> Unfortunately, I cannot give it more. This is my first five star episode. 13, I think, and we're on to two five stars in one episode. Woo! We found a good book. (laughs) All right, let's go through what happens in the book. Fuck, I love this book. Okay. If you guys haven't read it, you have to pick it up and read it before you listen to this episode because this book is next level. So read it. Um, So what happens Ali works in a pizza joint and Dominic is going there to have lunch with his mum. He turns up on his phone and there is a no mobile phone rule in the restaurant. Ali tells him several times to get off the phone. So he ignores her and she screams out so that the person on the other line can hear asking if he came in for an STD checkup. Okay. And then, <laughs> yeah, go what on. What kind of fucking rule is that? No you, can't dic- you can't dictate someone's use of their phone in a restaurant. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know that they do actually have that in the States, though. Yeah, that's dumb. It's stupid. What kind of business? This is the first time I'd even I'd just heard go somewhere it. else. There's about, there's about really? 50 pizza joints in, like, one street in America. I'll just go to another one that lets me use their phone. <laughs> there is one place that we used to go to a cafe, which was no phone use as well. And... Like, they would literally kick you out if you were on your phone. That was in the spot. This was when I was, like, a teenager, though. The spot in Randwick, which is a place in Sydney. But, yeah, they would kick you out if you were on your phone. Because the whole point of being out to have lunch with somebody is to talk to them. It feels really judgy. I hate so much. I hate this concept that, like, now as a generation we're less sociable than ever because of our phones as if like newspapers and shit didn't exist and everybody used to spend their time like reading the newspaper and not talking to each other (laughs) okay but can i ask you a question did you walk around with a fucking newspaper for eight hours straight like people do with their phones 
Yeah, but I'm not on my phone for eight hours straight. It's in my it's pocket. It's just a different type of socializing. It's just weird hierarchical view that like having your phone out means that you're like you refuse to talk to anybody. Like, I gotta check an email. Just wait four fucking seconds to tell me your dumb story. <laughs> if somebody's at dinner with me and they're on their phone, I crack the shits. Oh God, I'm going to dinner with so you so much. Don't. I get I'm so busy. angry. Like a lot of people need me for things. Oh, just wait. You can give an hour. VIP, like, fuck, so you're not the president. <laughs> fuck off. You're the president of freaking the states. You have to be on your phone all the time. Like, yeah, maybe. No. You can give up an hour to sit face to face with somebody and have a conversation with them. Yeah, but like, phone. what if like someone's going through something and they don't wish to express that they're going through something and they happen to need their phone and you're just like, oh, you're. A fucking bitch for being on their like being on your phone and they're like oh i'm just waiting to get a message about my dead granddad <laughs> oh my <laughs> god the dinner if your if your granddad's dead <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you if well, you were in that much of a situation where you it was such a like harsh example yeah really bad example but if you're, you're like if you're out to dinner with somebody then you've made a commitment to sit down and have a conversation with that person and not worry about anyone else. That's how I feel. What if you've got shit chats? Well, then you fucking pay your bill and you leave. <laughs> like a normal Good person. Good point, <laughs> Sorry, carry on. I just okay. thought that was dumb. Um, so he hangs up. Gosh. And um, they start arguing. And he's a little bit obnoxious and rude to her. So she puts a fuck you on his pizza. She spells it out in pepperoni, which I love. And so he's offended and gets her fired, which is not over the top at all. And his mum runs down the street, offers her a job to apologize. And his mum is um, an editor in chief for a label magazine, very devil wears Prada style. And she also gives a job to a guy called Buddy at the bus stop, which I thought was so cute. I loved that. How <laughs> Buddy just like kind of went throughout the whole story with like no purpose. Um, so Dominic is pissed that Ali got the job and is convinced that he can get her to quit. So they have a lot of arguing and hot banter. And then he realizes that he actually wants to fuck her. He refuses to have relations with any employees because his dad feels up, felt up a bunch of interns and slept with them. And essentially he was just a non-consensual gross piece of shit. Um, and so he doesn't want to be like his dad, which is fair enough. Some trauma there, some daddy issues. So he then tells her he wants to fuck her, but he doesn't want to want to fuck her. Did I say that right? He, yeah. Because they kept saying that in the book. I don't want to want to want you. Wait. I don't want to want to want you. No, you're saying too many wants. I don't want to want you. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm attracted to you too. And he's like, too bad, we can't do shit about it. And she's like, did I ask to fuck you? And he's like, no. So he came up to her all like uphanded being like, we can't fuck. And she's like, did I ask for it? Like, where's the memo? So yeah. So then they decide that they're going to be friends and then not friends. And then they 
then they're frenemies and then they go out on a and then she goes out on a date and he turns up and then he's like I'm not gonna let you date anyone else but I can't fuck you Betty hates this so look at your face tell us how you feel (laughs) they annoyed me so much why because he doesn't own her they're not sleeping together. They're not in a relationship. They've got nothing to do with each other apart from employer and employee. And he's like, well, you can't date. Come on, get off your high horse, buddy. They're obsessed with each they other, are. though. Yeah, but she can go like, on the date. She didn't date. even want to be on the date, to be honest. She was only going on the date to prove that she didn't want to sleep with him only. Yeah, but it was... I, I digress. And it didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> Because the guy kept talking about his ex-wife. Because Tinder is always very successful. So he's like, quit your job so that I can fuck you. She's like, well, I can't quit my job because I have to take care of my dad because he's got dementia. And um, he couldn't understand why she wouldn't quit her job because she wouldn't tell him. And so she decides to go back to the office to finish up some work after her shitty date. They make it sound like she needed a reason to want to quit her job. To not want to quit her job, sorry. Like she just maybe she just didn't want to quit her job. Like why did she need a reason? Like why why could you not just understand that this woman who has a job like needs the job that she has? <laughs> He's like, Well, you're gonna give me a reason? Yeah, I want a job. That should be enough of a reason. <laughs> Don't want to go back to working at a pizza place. Yeah, no, but he your mum just her... gave me this great job. Yeah, but he also got great salary. Yeah, but he also offered to get her another job at the same level so that they could sleep together. Yeah, but what if she liked her job? Why did she? She could just want to have the job that she already has. Starting a new job fucking sucks. How about she work the job that she's comfortable and happy in? She's arguing with the guy every day. She was like mildly miserable because she wasn't getting her vagina pounded. Yeah, well, maybe he should just suck it up. Suck it. <laughs> I think he did. I don't know if you read the same book as I yeah, did, I but know. I'm pretty but sure like, he did. At the point in the book, we hadn't reached the conclusion yet. So this is just like me reliving the feelings I felt, pride oh, in me, okay. understanding the ending of the book. No, I understand. So. Anyway, she goes, she decides to go back to work because the date was shit and she was pissed off with Dom. And so she catches him jerking off and moaning her name. And he's like, I can't do this. Go away when she catches him. And she's like, want me, want me. And he's like, no. And so they end up in like this kind of weird, hateful spot where they just don't talk. So a whole bunch of shit happens in between where they're like talking and not talking and then talking again. And then her dad was having a bad day at the home and the nurses called and asked asked her to help. And he punches her in the face, her dad, because he's got dementia. And Dom finds out and realizes that he can't be without her. So they get naked and do the sexy. I love the sex. I love all the sex. And the sex in this book, I loved it. All of it. Um, I love this sex. I love this sex. Love it. I love it. And then he's like, "We're in a relationship," which I know that Betty fucking hates because she's like, "I don't know about that," and he's like, "Just deal with it." 
How do you feel about it, Betty? I shouldn't even speak. <laughs> and then she concedes. And she's like, okay, we're in a relationship. Now romantic. <laughs> and then they tell his mum, who organises with HR, um, that it's fine. And they go on to have their romance. And during this time, he does a lot of nice things for her, like pay for her renovations of her house. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll force you in a be a, force you to be in a relationship with me. Don't worry, HR says it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the point of HR saying it's okay is that he's dating somebody in the office. Yeah, yeah, but I won't ask consent from you to be in a relationship. But don't worry, HR consents to this. It's fine. <laughs> and he buys her a piano. <laughs> he then fucks up by accusing her of cheating because he th- um because he thinks he's acting like his dad. So he sends her an email every single day apologizing when he realizes it wasn't true. And then he goes to see her at a job at a new pizza place and she writes I love you on the pizza and they get engaged. They have babies. And I don't know if you guys read the extended epilogue, but he actually bought her the house that she always dreamed of having and they had like 10 kids by then I don't know how many kids they had but it was very sweet oh my gosh I loved this fucking book I loved it so much it's not even funny like I'm obsessed with this book (laughs) so tell me what you loved about it Betty I really liked it too it was so like wholesome tell me what you liked about it Betty no it wasn't a bad book it was like fine it was like middle of the road book for me i enjoy a good bit of like like what's it called like enemies to love a romance i like that kind of aspect to it um it was written really well like the storyline i like the nice moments that she has with her dad like even though he is really unwell like i like how um lucy kind of wrote that narrative of like how it feels to like have to take care of your parent um yeah Yeah. jay i think my favorite part of the book was that it was the first book that i've read that's meant to be like funny that managed to do it without being too cringy like it was just like actually done in like a natural way not in like a super like weird gross way Fair enough. I love everything about this book. (laughs) I'm just going to go into that because I love the tropes. It's got every single one of my favorite tropes in it. It's got enemies to lovers, office romance, billionaire, and it's got some possessiveness in it. It's got everything that I could possibly love all in one book. So it could not go wrong for me. I think I just hate rich people. And a little bit of grumpy sunshine as well. <laughs> Such a generalization. Why? I don't know. It's just like this whole mentality of like, I can get what I want and do whatever I want. And if you don't like me, I'll just buy you a house and a piano. <laughs> So if a guy bought you a piano, if you really but want she to... does really like him. She loves him. Yeah. If a guy bought you a piano, just because he loves you, like you're madly in love, would you be like, fuck you, rich person? 
I don't even play the piano. I'm okay, fine. A piano. If he bought you stickers for your political party, <laughs> 20 million of them, right? And they even were play a the dollar piano. a fucking sticker. Would you be okay with it then? I don't. I just don't think my love language is gift giving. I have no interest in in like giving or receiving gifts. I like mine is. <laughs> if you want to buy me a Gucci bag, I'm not against it. No, fair enough. Um, Betty, please tell us what did you dislike about this book? There was like nothing specifically to dislike. It just like wasn't particularly my taste in books. In that, like, not a big fan of domineering possessive men and um this like concept of like i re- like our relationship becomes a relationship when i say so and you don't have a choice in the matter yeah no fair enough so like there wasn't anything wrong with it it was like a decent book it just like didn't really like get me going well i'm sorry to hear that g <laughs> I think that the thing that I disliked the most was the portrayal of the incident where her dad hits her because that would never happen if somebody's family member is somebody who's living with dementia is agitated you would never call a close family member in at, at night time take them away from their life to deal with somebody who is like violently agitated that would just that's so unethical that's placing so much burden on the family it just wouldn't work like that fair enough i've not i don't know enough about dementia patients well, to yeah. make like any comment <laughs> on it she but does. um She's what did i expert. just i know too much about dementia patients. apparently <laughs> but she worked on a ward did you know that <laughs> no i did not know that you worked in a dementia ward yeah yeah i worked at that was my first proper job. That's when I started doing nursing. Amazing. Well, I'm sure you know a lot of, a lot more about it than myself and Lucy's school. <laughs> um, oh, and then when the, when she's outside and, and the nurse is like, oh, here's an emergency bottle of Fireball we keep after hard shifts. No, you fucking wouldn't. What kind of freak gives Fireball like, for a hard shift? It's like gonna be like it's like a healthcare facility. There's no alcohol on the premises. <laughs> Terrible practice. It's just asking for something bad. After my show, you're gonna have a bit of fireball, then I'm gonna drive home, see you guys tomorrow. Like, no. This is not like this. This is painting a bad practice for nurses out there. <laughs> Defend those nurses, G. Yeah. I don't know what kind of place they're running. Oh, God, that's so funny. There was nothing that I disliked about the book. Not a single thing, not even a little yeah, annoyance. Really pleased. <laughs> Thanks, Betty. I am not. <laughs> Give me a book to cry to and see how pleased I am then. <laughs> I am not easily pleased. I may not be as I don't know what the word. I may not be as like aggressively into books as you guys are, but I definitely dislike things about books. I just really liked it. It fit every single thing that I would want in a book. And it was funny as well. And it wasn't cringy funny. It was just funny funny. So I enjoyed it. 
Now let's talk about sex. The sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about anyway. Um, Betty, favorite sex scene. I did. I did think <clears throat> like I think it was the first the first time they had like sex when they had that like really sweet heart to heart and she like explained what was going on with her dad and like having to put her house up for sale and like not want him to move facilities and she's like i'm just gonna go home i'll see you at work tomorrow and he's like no i'll make you feel better yeah he kept on going like let me feel let me make you feel good let me make you feel good <laughs> i think that my favorite sex scene was when she walks in on him jerking off and so she gives him her red lace thong and then he jerks off with it like wrapped around his dick hundo it's so hot hundo I just think it's so so good and then later when they go and then later when they go home and then she's like how does he know that I like a finger in the (laughs) arm this kind of girl <laughs> that whole thing was amazing that whole thing was amazing that's my fave as well in the undies finger up the ass all about it <laughs> <laughs> like i said easily please <laughs> oh, oh, i feel like i'm a dog with a toy <laughs> <laughs> A freaking cat with tinsel, just like shaking in front of my face, and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <coughs> so yeah, the book was amazing. See, my problem is, it's probably I'm probably being quite harsh in the book, but that's because I'm in like a really sucky reading slump. Uh, where the last thing I want to do is like read. Oh, that's awful. Why? It's bad What's for business. You, Betty? That's illegal on this podcast. Yeah. That's not good. We need a re- like- <laughs> we need a new host, guys. If anyone wants to host for girls who read porn, just give Betty us a call. Betty needs to take a sabbatical. Doesn't want to fucking read, which is a requirement for the fucking podcast. <laughs> no, it's just like I don't know how to explain it. Like I work with very high needs mental health patients and they demand a lot of my energy all the time so when i go home from work i'm just like exhausted i'm just like done for the day and i just i don't even want to exist <laughs> that sounds like literally terrible that's, so that's like really I'm so depressing sorry that that's your existence <laughs> like i'm so depressed now because <laughs> no, i love you like... ruined my day I yeah, me like- too. That just put such a damper on this fucking episode. <laughs> no, let me just explain. I love my job. My my job is great. It's just really intense. I love my job, but when it's over, I want to die. Sounds it. <laughs> no, I do. I do want to read. I'm just tired. I'm and I just pick up a book and I'll be like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna read, and then I'm asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> Oh, that sucks ass. Nothing can stop me from reading. I could be in the middle of a fucking avalanche and I'd still be like, where's my kid? <laughs> Literally same. I like, I'll be like, I'm going to go to sleep at a nice time tonight. And then it'll be like three o'clock in the morning and I'll do that for like three nights in a row. It's terrible. Yeah. 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 My, I went down to Bateman's Bay to Josh's family's house 
And he woke me up at 5.30 and he's like, do you want to come watch me surf? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? He was surfing for four and a half hours. I finished a book and all of his surfy friends were like, oh, she's a keeper. She comes out to watch you surf. Do you think she got any videos of you? And he's like, no, she's fucking reading. (laughs) She did not watch me for one second. It's just that I changed the environment that she's reading in. That's the only difference. They just went outside this time. Yeah. And I FaceTimed G. Isn't it the most beautiful place It was a very beautiful place. I was quite jealous. And it looked very, it looked cold, but like bright. What was my video call? You were at work. You were at work, A. And B, G fucked up the calendar and I couldn't work out what to do with social media. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to You're going to be like, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, I'll just ignore that. You know what you need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened to me on the weekend. I said something in public again that I probably shouldn't have said. Oh my god, what did you do? And then Josh really grinded it into me and made it even more embarrassing. I was sitting with my friend Linda. Fucking god love Linda. She's one of my favourite humans. And we're watching the AFL, which, I don't know, I didn't even watch it. I was too busy talking to Linda about all of our friends and everything. You know, the usual bitching after a catch-up after like six months. And we're sitting there and it's like minus 10 degrees not really but it felt like it and I look at Josh and I'm like Josh come between my legs because we were sitting on these benches (laughs) and he's like really loud he's like gosh Ola not in public (laughs) and like all these people are staring at me and I'm like no I mean like sit between my and he's like I'm not gonna come between your legs what the hell why god why do i do this to myself i swear josh just like lives to like embarrass you sometimes 100 percent. every any chance he gets he will and like he knows that i will murder him at some point but he's still okay with it (laughs) and i I just want to do the same is he the shit the shit that liam says at parties yeah just to get a wind up from you insane right yeah like i know like so i have a thing where like in front of people i really don't like talking about like my sex life like i just don't i don't want to talk about it at a party in front of my friends and then liam will just like say something and everybody will oh my god okay i'm sure you won't mind me saying this but when we first started dating the medication that he was on it like he just couldn't he just couldn't finish Oh, Lily. <laughs> oh, like, that I was like, sucks so bad. I could not imagine anything worse. Except maybe he now knows what it feels like to be a woman 90% of the time. <laughs> That's what I said. But, <laughs> but like, like, and it was fine. Like, it didn't affect anything. But we'd be at a party and it'd be like, hey, everybody, guess what? We'd be like, what, Lily? And it's like, I can't come. (laughs) 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 He's so fucking funny. He's the most bizarre person I've ever spoken to. The other week I was on FaceTime to Betty and he's like, I swallowed a battery or something or I drank some lithium. I don't know what it was. I had to call boys and girls. 
should I move my back? So I can just imagine you standing there going, I can't go. <laughs> but the thing is now, is that every time we attend another party, everybody walks up to him and is like, hey Liam, can you come yet? No. <laughs> It's so funny when Betty gets, like, real embarrassed as well when there's, like, lots of us around. Like, one time we were at a party and Liam was sitting next to a friend of ours who's gay (laughs) and they just had, like, an hour-long conversation about lesbian sex versus straight sex and he was going, so what is good? Like, what do I do? And Betty's just sitting at the end of the table with her head in her hands. Oh, my God, that's so funny. That's so Liam and Josh would get along like a house on fire, I'm telling you straight up, because Josh does the same shit to me, but I don't get easily embarrassed. Like, you could literally pull my tits out at a party and I'd be like, okay, now everyone's seen my tits. But he does the same thing. And they would, like, one-up each other. I can just imagine who could get the other more embarrassed. It's so bad. It's, like, not even... I just, like... It gets to a point where, like, we're at parties and I'm, like, pulling him aside and I'm, like, the, like really close to his face. I'm, like, just stop drinking. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> I can't, can't. Put it down. <laughs> we're going to put that on a T-shirt. After dry humping is not okay, our next T-shirt is going to be I can't, um. can't. <laughs> Oh, maybe they should put all men on that medication just for like a month so they know what it feels like. Yeah. Maybe. I think it would do. That's seriously like it'd be good for humanity. It'd be good for the women of the world. I agree. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a social media trend to tell you guys about. Oh, yes, please. Okay. So you know how like they say the best the best way to like meet your future partner right is to make sure that like your pheromones are compatible no yeah well it's like a it's like a thing right you want like if you like the way that your partner smells when they're like sweaty or something it means you have like compatible like genetics because yeah i could shove my nose in josh's armpit (laughs) exactly well like literally i could i literally had like a conversation about this last night like i was lying on him and we were just like cuddling and i was like you smell good and also kind of sweaty but i like it (laughs) i was like that means that i love you (laughs) because i like it yeah. So based on that kind of like science, there's this new thing. It's called vabbing. Right? <laughs> what? It's where you take you take a finger. No, you don't. You... No, 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 no. Please no tell you me don't. you're not gonna you do, do not what I think you're finger. gonna do. You don't take a finger, okay? <laughs> you put it in inside of yourself via your um your your, your vagina. Yeah, your orifice. <laughs> Can you not say vagina? What's wrong with you? You put a finger inside your vagina. You thought the word orifice was a suitable replacement for the word vagina to make it less uncomfortable. I don't know. Oh, man. Should I I use a word that they use in books? Pussy. Cunt. Where do they put it? Her wit heat. Her slick sheath. Her slick sheath. Your beef sandwich. No, oh, Betty, you always do this. We did not go there. I hate you it. Couldn't you couldn't say vagina, that. but you could say beef sandwich. Betty always uses the you? most disgusting names for vagina, and I hate it because she's the That's humor so of a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> Betty, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, anyway. 
finger in your vagina and you give it a good swirl around and then you dab it on your neck and your wrists what like a perfume like a perfume so you walk around smelling like you're like the inside of your fucking pussy all day <laughs> yeah, it's called vabbing. And then you what, attract your your one true love with that. Apparently, oh, good apparently. lord! Wait, do you the, do it when you're already in a relationship, or to get into a relationship? To get into one, to, to attract like, the males. Um, there's like a whole TikTok trend of people like trying it. That's terrible. What? That's yeah. fucking horrible. Oh, these poor people, Just they're getting somebody duped. somebody aside in a pub and be like, I want to make out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened to just making out with strangers? Or like, having a talk a... to someone? Maybe having a little chat? Well, well chatting comes you... after the making out for and me. To be honest, I, making, I out, really making out or chatting, either one of those things should come before I'm taking... Shoving your yeah, vagina juice yeah, on your fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> And also, if you do do this, make sure that you wash your hands beforehand. If this is yeah, something you're planning to that's, do, yeah. I just want to make that clear. Don't go swabbing okay. with a with a with a dirty finger. No, because you don't want to smell like vagina and have a UTI on top of it. And then you smell like vagina with a UTI. That's terrible. Can't win. <laughs> Can't win. How it's the fuck thing. did you find this shit? Like, I have it's... been on the TikTok. <laughs> Looking at stuff and vabbing. What is it? Vapping? Vabbing? Vabbing. Vabbing has not come up for me. Is it? Is it? What is it that you looked up specifically? Is it meant to be like vagina dabbing? Is that what it's meant to be? Yeah, because you're dabbing your vagina shit on your face. (laughs) Well, I follow a lot of like um, like (laughs) sex positive like creators and stuff. (laughs) And they were like talking about like, I don't know, it just popped up, like, the science behind vabbing. There is no science. Like, what the fuck is vabbing? So then I went on, like, a deep Isn't dive. is more of, about like, sweat vabbing. than vagina smell, though? That's what I thought. And it's not, and it's not, like, it's not that you, uh, it's not that, like, before you ever even talk to someone, like, the first time you ever see them, their sweat's gonna smell good. It's when you love someone, like, it's when you spend a lot of time with someone, you feel comfortable around yeah. them, you're already physically attracted to them, you like the way they make you feel, That's their sweat starts to smell good to you because of all those things. It's not that, like, That's what I if thought. you bumped into someone, they're not, like, your one true love because you think their sweat kind of smells good. Well, it's, it's like, something to do with weird. the fact that, like, if you, like, like the smell of someone's, like, Vagina or whatever, then you're fair. Try and say it like... without being awkward. Yeah. <laughs> say it five times. No. no. Vagina, 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 no. vagina. Who <laughs> <Then> say? Like... <laughs> Can you say penis? Can you say the word penis? Yeah, penis. <laughs> no, so he said it the of the penis. He said like a dear podcast that talks about sex and you can't even say vagina or penis without actually putting your face your hand over your face and hiding when you say it like there's a I don't part know of your hand on your face every single time you say it you're trying to hide it's probably because it. you're english <laughs> there's like were a you there when we were thing? talking to jade west or not i was but i wasn't really talking no i'm her. talking to jay because she's claiming it's because you're English. Oh, yeah, no, but Betty's like, I don't know, Betty feels, like, really English. Betty feels like a classic caricature of an English person sometimes. <laughs> Talking about Jade West, 
she um recommended a book to us after oh we my finished God. recording, and I got Jade to read it. And it's called his favorite Hugh Cow. His favorite Hugh Cow. And I didn't tell G what it was about. Yeah. How was it, G? Well, let me just say this book on my on my phone was about two hundred <laughs> pages long. So like not very big. That's like two hundred phone pages. Very small. Probably only about like hundred and forty real pages. It was a novella, and it hundred and forty pages. And it yeah. took me probably two and a half days to read the whole thing, which is normally I could read that amount in like two hours. That would have been demolished. This book was so weird. Why don't you tell? Why don't you tell Betty what it was about? So it's like this woman, and then you find. Wait, it. can I just sorry okay. before you start? Can I just say something? So Betty released all this information about me reading lactation books, right? (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like, I'm going to read his favourite Hugh Cow because Jade told me to read it and we were talking about lactation stuff with Jade for certain reasons. And then I I read it and I messaged G and I was like, I have read one of the worst books I've ever read. Not the worst book, but a book that I just could not stomach. I could not physically stomach this book. It was in no way sexy to me. It was like really difficult to read. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get G to read this because it was like so far-fetched compared to the other shit that I've read about this. And so I want you to, yeah. So tell us what you thought about it. It was, it was very strange. It's like this woman and she's been arrested and she has the option to like pick like a prison planet to go to. It's in like some weird dystopia future. And so she picks like, is it called Hathor? Is that what it is? I, I think it's anyway. And it's this planet where women are given a hormone to make them lactate constantly and they get treated like literal cows. So they like, sleep in the stables at night time and they go out onto the grass during the day and they can like eat the grass and they get milked and it's like it's so weird because there's like there's heaps of sex she's like horny throughout the whole book but it's so clinical it's like this it's proper like depersonalization of a person and it's so weird and I just couldn't I just couldn't get it I'd read like 10 pages and I'd just be like oh gotta put that down for a bit and I have to go and like relax <laughs> before I can pick it up do you, think I can... do you think some like extremist vegan creator like created this book to be like this is why you shouldn't drink well, milk I like no nah, because there's like there's like a couple of them because there's other prison planets as well and one of them is like one 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 for like daddies and little girls <laughs> and then there's one there's one for like pets there's one for like horses (laughs) it's real weird yeah I was like the one thing that I could not tolerate about that book was the gloves and the (laughs) knee pads because they have to crawl around the field so they put them they strap them into these gloves and knee pads so they can crawl around the field comfortably but it also like prevents them from like using their fingers or like standing up straight Oh, and they shove plugs in their ass in their asses, so they have to be like yeah, tails. tails. Yeah, yeah. It's real. It's real weird. Like, I get like the I get like animalization and depersonalization are really big fetishes, but the way that it was like presented in this book seemed so. It seemed almost like emotionless. Like it was really clinical, and the fact that it was like a business operation. So they, like milk these women and then like sell their milk. <laughs> it's so strange. It was really fucking weird. 
because these chicks were literally <laughs> getting fucked by mechanical dildos while they were being milked. Because apparently if you orgasm, it yeah. gives them good milk. <laughs> oh my god, gee. <laughs> Makes you milk good. I was trying to, because because Ola didn't tell me what it was either, and then I was like talking to Dane, and I was like, Ola's been, I don't know, she's been getting like more into like her fantasy and her paranormal. Maybe it's just like a really weird like paranormal one that she came across, and she just wants me to read it. I I won't be shocked at all. And then like ten minutes later, I was like yelled across the room to Dane, she made me read a fucking lactation book. <laughs> I will tell you this, for anyone who wants to get into lactation books, this is not the norm. This is like a complete extreme. This is not what lactation like porn is about. This is very much an animal kind of It's very impersonal. Kink. Yeah, it's not it's not a lactation kink book. Although did you know if you have mastitis, mm-hmm. which is like something you can your get when you're generally helps you out yeah, with it. Your partner, like, the best thing is for your partner to, like, suck the milk clot. So that is what is in normal lactation books, actually. Is it? Yeah. In a lot of them. Absolutely. It's a lot of it's got to do with mastitis. Interesting. So it's definitely not the Hucal level. Dane told me that <laughs> under no uncertain terms would he ever try my breast milk if I got pregnant. And I was like, Really? You wouldn't even be like a little bit no, curious. No, of course he would. He's just saying that now because he's like all weird about it. But I'm pretty sure that, okay, so when you're pregnant and you're leaking, if you're banging, it's going to come out. <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm sure at some point he would. I've, yeah, surely. Surely you'd just be so surely curious. He's really excited. Liam's like, yeah. I can't wait to have it in my coffee every morning. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, we... oh, that's in the book. <laughs> you got to read one of these books, Betty. <laughs> yeah, dude, that bit's like in the book because it's like because it's like a whole like ranch of these like huge cows, these women that produce milk. And then like she gets taken on as like a personal pet of like the owner. And then so it that like part of her duties is like to provide milk for the household. So then the men like go, she's like she's like leaning over so like her tits are like hanging down and the men like go with their coffee cups and like she's not leaning over she's in one of those on like a stockade you know how they put that a stockade with their arms up heads in their hands heads in their hands yeah and then they come over and they like and they like milk her in their coffee cups and they go oh so good having fresh milk in the house oh fuck me but don't um (laughs) I also wanted to mention, I went on this full Nikki Sloan rampage where I like nearly read all of her books and I nearly did not read what we needed to read for the podcast because I went so far into this like realm of Nikki Sloan and she is one of the most amazing authors ever and I don't know why she isn't more publicized or popular or whatever but she has lesbian sex in her books which is something that we've spoken about before not enough lesbian sex there's a lot of lesbian sex in the blindfold club so if anyone wants to read some of that feel free it is hectic though i read her book the doctor and it was like praise crossed with sugar daddies Oh, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about the doctor. Fucking loved it. Oh no, wait, the architect was like sugar daddies. The doctor was like praise. 
Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> They're all blending, so blending into good. one book. Yeah, they are. But like, and then the Pool Boy, which is the first time I've ever read an uh, an age gap with an older with an older woman and a younger guy, and it was so fucking hot. I felt like I was watching American Pie. <laughs> I loved it. I recommend. I 100% recommend. It was so hot. What What do you mean mixed reviews? It's so good. Well, I don't know. I've just like seen people like, because I'm obsessed with watching people do like 24 hour, like 48 hour reading vlogs. I still think we need to do one. I me know you attempt- keep saying it. Look, me and G attempted. We got, we started at like 6 p.m., which is our first mistake. We should have started at first thing in the morning. We made it. Well, I made it until about six o'clock in the morning. G fell asleep at like three. That was it. But we did it um, so badly because I had work from eight till one that morning, and then we started at six p.m. Yeah. Like we should have just not. We should. We need to do it when like we're waking up at like eight o'clock in the morning and just start reading from then. I think we should vlog it because they're so cute. I love watching them. But yeah, I've read a couple reading vlogs where people have read The Doctor, and some people are like amazing. Some people are like not for me. I feel like if we do, like, a so vlog, good. I get into, like, the ugliest positions when I'm reading. Like, I never know what I'm doing with my face. And I feel like I just end up sort of, like, half upside down in, like, a weird, like, shape. I don't want people, like, watching me for 24 hours with, like, a double chin because I'm, like, lying flat with my book down by my belly button. It's the beauty of vlogs, baby. <laughs> we can just film a section where you look cute. <laughs> just do five minutes at a time. Okay, girls, let's light our candles. We're going to look real cute right now. <laughs> Well, yeah, because that's what all their reading vlogs, like, what they do is do, like, maybe, like, two minutes of them, like, sitting proper as they read, and then it just, like, cuts. We will do it one day, and we will put it up, and Betty will be happy. Maybe we'll save that for when we're all in the same place. I think so. I think the concept of me being awake overnight is a bit of a far-fetch, but I'll try it. So caffeine's for you're talking to the only person in this freaking group who does not drink caffeine. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be up all night if I give you a Red Bull. <laughs> I'll be up for a week. <laughs> I'll be fucked. Perfect. Just gets derailed from, like, the 24-hour reading vlog to, like, let's just everybody watch Ola on caffeine. It <laughs> <laughs> would be so bad. This is me not on caffeine. Could you imagine me on caffeine? Oh, my God, dude, oh you'd be God. yelling Getting so loudly. I know so you already loud. speak quite loudly anyway. <laughs> I know. And I try to be like a lot more gentle lately. I'm like, okay, I need to speak like this. But I can't because like I feel like I'm not getting my point across. This is my volume. Like listen to me. Notice when I like um have been editing episodes and stuff is I just sound miserable all the time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm not you gonna do. deny it. Yeah, you do. You sound so fucking sad. You sound like... <laughs> what's his face? The eel. I can't remember. Yeah, no. <laughs> it no, sounds not like eel. <laughs> like, I'll be having the time of my life, and it just sounds like it's like a, been a really awful day. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I feel like we've gotten a little bit off track today. Another day of us being a little bit sick and crazy. So next week, who do we have? We have Miss Jackie Walker 
coming on the podcast and I'm actually really excited about this one. Jackie speaks about autism in her books, which is not common in smart books. And in her book, Heartbreak Hero, the protagonist is a curvy chick with autism, which is really exciting. And read it before you listen, guys. It is an amazing book. She is an indie author, not extremely popular yet, but we hope to change that. So yet again, thank you so much for listening to another episode and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.